So let's talk about this Speedway deal just for a second. I am, first of all, super, super tired. The past two days have been 12-hour days. I left my house at 5 o'clock this morning. I finally got home after 7, and it is 10.22 right now. And the best part was, all day I had this feeling, my boss is going to call me and ask me, hey, can you work tomorrow? And I was really just thinking about, how do I answer this question? Because I know it's going to pop up. And sure as death and taxes, 7.59 today, I had to open up my phone and look and see when I started getting the text. I'm getting asked about working tomorrow. And I ignored it for a little bit. And I said, I don't want to answer this. I don't answer this text at all. Then he calls me. I said, listen, Scott, I love you. You know I like getting extra hours in and everything. But that's going to put me at 11 days straight. Or, if you want to put it to another way, for 18 days, I would have one day off. I'm tired. My back hurts. I can't do it. And I just feel bad actually saying that to him. It's like, no, I can't do this. You can't make me do it. I'm getting old. I'm turning 39 this month. The body just doesn't want to do what I want it to anymore sometimes. Literally, my last two hours of work, I measured it all out while I was working because there's nothing else better to do. I would load up a cart. The cart would weigh like 720 pounds, according to my math. And then push that cart out and then unload the cart so yeah i was tired after that part and that was the last two hours it doesn't count what i did for the other 10 hours this is also hence the reason i have not done a podcast in over a week now i guess is i am so tired with work i I can't i can't tell you but good news good news a fan actually walked up and said i like your podcast i love listening to it i showed it to my husband And do you know what kind of feeling that is that someone says, I recognize you, I love you, and then actually talking with them for just a little bit, it just heartwarming that, you know, A, I've said I have a recognizable voice. I keep thinking that somebody's going to hear me speaking just out in public and say, oh, hey, you're that podcast guy. Yeah, that's me. And then they just pop me right in the nose and say, you suck. Please don't do that. It's bad enough I have so little social interaction with my job that I really started losing some of my social skills. Like, I felt myself be more awkward than I already am as a person. But anyways, uh, let's get back to the topic here. Because, so, somebody put in Go Wilkes that, uh, oh, I want to go look up and make sure I get their name right. It is... Oh, yes, uh... Big black cocker spaniel, and <laughs> they're talking about you know everybody wants to do something with the speedway. We all love it. I have very fond memories. Uh, back when I was a kid, uh, my mom worked for Lowe's, and we could get tickets, watch the race, and I remember going there as a child. And you know, there's always that little bit of a feeling. It's like I did this when I was a kid, and I want other people to experience the same thing i did and mom and dad i love them to death and my old joke i always go to is they tried to raise me right i mean they tried but 
they can't be blamed for what I am. Uh, so, whatever. Don't put any blame on them. Um, Speedway. It was fun back when I was a kid. Now I'm looking back. When was the last time I was there? And that was back in somewhere in the late 2000s. I'm really thinking about this. It's like, well, uh, and I have this weird memory of it's like, where did I live at the time? Okay, now I can put this at a time period when I was living this uh, double wide off of Speedway Road. That was the last time I was there. They had games, and that's all I really remember. And there was like a tree growing up through the asphalt. I mean, the racetrack looked terrible. And this is before they reopened it for the last time, which I'll get to in a minute. But another funny thing about it was they had this uh, throw the baseball as fast as you can. And they had a uh, radar that would tell you the speed. I've been playing Frisbee with my buddy Andy because it was like a lot athletic activity. I loved Andy to death, uh, you know, best buddy. Because he was the only person at the office my age, and we also had this weird sense of humor that we could actually go back and forth with. Now he's a grown-up. He's got kids. He he lost all the edge. Sad. It's sad. I did too, but not as bad. But I was always used to throwing this nice, refined throw that wasn't about speed. It was just accuracy. And it's like a flip of the wrist and everything. We practiced tricks on how to get the Frisbee. So I go throw a baseball. I can't even get it to the little mat that it's supposed to hit behind because I'm so used to this weird, awkward throw that I'm doing this underhanded thing and throwing a ball underhanded. And this girl I'm, I was dating at the time, she used to be in the fast-pitch softball. And mind you, she was working over at Schneider Mills at the time, putting 40, 50-pound spools of uh, thread onto the machines every day that was her job was just go walk up to the machines and load up these spools so she had some i mean really muscular arms made me ashamed 44 miles an hour like oh my god i'm a loser and a half now i can't even get it over the mound and she's just launching them i think she hit like 44 miles per hour i mean that's not super impressive but it was a lot better than i did just shame shame on me now if i just do it i don't even know if i can throw a baseball anyways so that was my last time actually seeing the speedway and when i was at the commissioner meet and greet uh, about like a week ago or so a little bit over a week uh commissioner eddie settle pitched the ideas like oh we need to make it into uh hey sarah you can't sleep? No. Why not, honey? Because I'm still awake. Yeah, it does make things difficult when you're still awake. So are you going to go to church with Nana tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know you have to go get your rest. It's almost 11 now. Oh, <gasps> I love you. Yeah. Better give me a kiss before you go to bed. Mm-mm. Not, honey. All right, I do have to add in that I cut some parts out just me and her chatting about stuff. But <laughs> my daughter, everybody, she reminds me of the last podcast I tried to record and I just couldn't make it through because I 
had to break off for I don't know how long. And because she went up to me, it's like, Daddy, I want to play a game. And she want to play on the Super Nintendo that we got for Christmas like last year. And <laughs> so I went and did that with her for a while. And it is odd when a small, if you've ever watched Saul and you hear that, I want to play a game. <laughs> you just automatically start triggering like oh god i'm gonna die right now in a weird way which the best situation i can think of to be the most horrible thing is i'd have to go back to lowe's hardware go work in the it service desk and they put a little trigger on the seat and say if you stand up or go away from your cubicle you will die no, I'd probably walk away within five seconds of it. Just, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. Gone. Explosion. Fire. Which, if there was a explosive loaded underneath my seat, at least everyone gets that, like a nice uh, confetti going off for my death. And just, wee His gore and bits. Yay. That's terrible. And why are you laughing about this? That's the bad part. Speaking of Lowe's, I'm wanting to try a bit. I don't know how it's going to work. But it does have to do with the homeless despot, otherwise known as Home Depot. If I can get it done, I will be the happiest man on earth for like an hour or two, probably. But I am going to try it tomorrow. I tried to do it last week, but I didn't have time because I was trying to do the stuff with Rodney Luffman and I hated that podcast but I just chucked it out there just so I'd have it done and gone with that does remind me though I've gotten kind of there was a part that I I hated cutting out about that bit too was I did the worst deaths I could think of or punishments for Luffman and I just cut it out because, like, now nah, that's way too dark. Nobody's going to like that at all. It's like, I saved it, but I cut it out. It's like, nobody wants to hear how my brain works sometimes and what I think about. It's better just to keep the mystery in there. So, going back to the uh, old racetrack. So, that thing has not been used since 2011. That was the last use I could find on it on the old Wikipedia. And here's the thing. If it's been abandoned that long, you have no idea what kind of structural damage has occurred over time. Rust, you know, it might be aluminum seats, but I mean iron bolts. That thing has to be a death center. Makes me think about that old episode or show on HBO called Dead Like Me where the little gremlins go around and find the intricate ways to kill you. That's what that speedway is right now. It is waiting for someone to wander in there just so he can kill them. And not only is it a death trap, it's a money trap. I've not seen any success out of it at all. Everybody who tries to revive it, there's always a problem. It never works out when somebody tries to work out a deal. I mean, there was the races for... 2010 through like the very beginning of 11 and that all fell through it's like i get it i love the nostalgia but here's the other part how many people and i mean this seriously they're listening right now 
How many of y'all went over to the bowling alley? Bowling alley burned down, but how many people went on dates? Because I know I went on a few. I hung out with some friends there. That bowling alley is now a car lot. That's it. Nobody ever says another thing about it. I took my kids skating over at the skating rink beside of it. I remember my dad taking me there as a kid. I remember him having bowling trophies because he used to be a pretty decent bowler. But you know what? No tears were shed. All I said was, wow, that's crazy. That thing's gone. Well, look, there's cars there now. No financing options available there. Well, I guess they'll do what they do. And that's it. That's all I think about that area now. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just a detached person. But even though I have some memories over there, meh. Here's the other thing about it, too. Is Settle says, well, we could hold concerts there. And the first thing that come up to my mind was, wait a minute, we already have a concert thing going on every year. The Merle Fest. Like, you know, where... A bunch of people come in to go listen to whoever. The biggest name that I always think I would have loved to seen was Steve Martin. Just because he was a comedic genius. Loved him in uh, Man With Two Brains. Uh, the Jerk. Oh my goodness, I love The Jerk. My Blue Heaven. I would have to fight on which of those two movies. Uh, no, The Jerk. Jerk. Top one. I loved his character in My Blue Heaven, but <laughs> the jerk just has so many memorable quotes. You have to love that movie. Hands down. There it is. And I wish I could have went over there, saw him, at least a little handshake. You know what I'm saying? You just go in and like, Miss Martin, I love your movies. Thank you. And I'll let you go because I know you're busy with your banjo and... You know, I know you wrote that book, and I saw the book. I haven't read it, but I saw you had one. Appreciate you. And then just leave. So I don't know if it's that big of a meaningful accomplishment. But anyways, if we were to make that into a huge concert arena, who's going to come to Wilkes? There's pieces of infrastructure that still aren't there, a reason to go. Let's say we had a thousand car parking lot. Right there, and we had, I don't know, let's say Metallica. I like Metallica. But let's say that they were going to come to town, and they're going to do a big show. Well, what's missing from there? Well, they don't have a way to hang any large jumbotrons. Um, lighting's not there. It was set up for NASCAR usage. It's not really set up for stage usage at all. You know, because the lights were kind of made just to light up a track, not for the center stage. There's a whole lot of infrastructure that is not there for concerts at all. And who's going to foot the bill on that? Do we want to put our money into the county and say, this is what we want to spend it on so we can get concerts here and hopefully somehow lure in talent and then get them to perform there? It just seems like a very bad gamble. I mean, the last evaluation I saw on Wikipedia was $12 million for the property. Even if we as a county said, okay, sure, we'll pay for it, how much money are we going to have to dump in afterwards on something as decrepit as wore out? Personally, I'm going to hurt some people. 
feelings here, but I'm going to say it. Let it go. It was great while it lasted. Let's do something else. If we want to make it, a, which somebody already made it, a historical landmark, what good is a historical landmark that does nothing? I mean, the last Winston Cup, remember when it used to be the Winston Cup? That was back in 96. 1996. Oh my God, how... I was still back in high school. That was 24 years ago. 24 years ago. And here's the thing. People have tried to bring it back to life over and over and over. It hasn't happened. Cut the losses and be done with it. I mean, how many times do you have to have people invest money into something that fails before you say, okay, this is a bad idea. Knock it down. I don't know, maybe the aluminum there, and you can just sell off the pieces to NASCAR aficionados, collectors, whoever, and say, hey, this had a couple of hundred butts that watched over this NASCAR race. Somebody might buy it, might get more than the piece of scrap metal that it would come out to be, but let's do something different. I mean, honestly, if somebody took down the whole structure, planted corn, it would make more money than what it has in the past 10 years. Because at least they're growing something, and at least it's being useful. That thing is collecting some tax dollars because it's evaluated. Again, this is according to old Wikipedia information, about $4.3 million. And that's back at the tax evaluation in 2005. What it's worth now, you know, being 15 years later, maybe more, maybe less. I don't know. I I could go look up the specific figure, but I'm just going by the information I had at the moment. And I'm still saying, okay, how much money has it generated for us versus doing anything else at all? Because it was active for a year, nine years ago. And that's it. Not seeing the value. But maybe I'm just a pessimist here. And maybe I'm just the jerk who's saying his mind. That's fine. Whatever. I will take that criticism. But if we're wanting to use it for concerts, like Commissioner Settle said, we've already got a place. We could dump money into that and have an infrastructure that is already there. By the college, there's parking. It is set up for the Watson Festival. And beyond that, whatever happens for the rest of the year, kind of dead empty. At least that thing is actually doing something. If we were talking about, I don't know, reviving even something like lawnmower races, we already got that over at Cook's. There's a dirt track over there built for it. Track itself for racing, I looked at all the averages, and it's all sub-100. I mean, you have some peaks that go above, but average racing speed on that track, because it's so small, is less than 100 miles per hour, and that's just not entertaining for anyone in the NASCAR community. I mean, you go look at something like Talladega or or Daytona, you're looking around 200 miles per hour. That is quite a difference, and those tracks can support those speeds. If you were trying to get that racetrack to support those types of speeds, tons of investment. And we have no idea if there's ever going to be any return on that at all. And you really have to look at what's the draw for the place. 
Okay, what? Once we get a tourist into the area, what are they going to do? Go check out Walmart? I mean, what else is there to do for the outsider that's going to be interesting and fun and make them want to spend money? Well, they could go to the... I'm really trying to think here. The movie theater and see a movie they could have seen at home? What? I honestly can't think of anything because... If you open up a bar here, the local snotheads ruin it. And now we get into this thing where I call it the weird dance. And it's, there's no tourism because there's nothing to do. And there's nothing to do because there is no tourism. So we have to figure out how we're going to get people in here. And any business that tries to start up as a tourism business actually has to have tourists. So, that's the parts that you really need to start grinding your mind on if you're an entrepreneur and trying to get us into a better economical state. I mean, let's just think about the easiest thing. What would you class fine dining in Wilkes County? Six in Maine? I mean, I looked over the menu back when my wife and I had our anniversary. I was like, eh, nothing there really piques my interest and it's kind of expensive what else i could go to olive garden i could go to applebee's i mean nothing around here really just says this is a fine experience that you want to have full disclosure though my wife and i did go to applebee's had the appetizer sampler which i love i love appetizers cheese sticks you know you pull them apart and all the cheeses mmm she had a margarita or two. I had some water. Drove us home. Fantastic evening. Because there's nothing like the lady you've been married to for six years. And she kind of squints her eyes and they're a little bit blurry. And she says, you know what? You're not half bad looking. Then I'm in. <laughs> but I am saying, guys, do look out when uh, your lady has a few drinks in her. Because she will bring up that moment that you forgot to buy toilet paper and then everyone had to shower because of your total neglect to the family. Well, anyways, that's enough of uh, self-deprecation. I hope you enjoy the podcast and I'm going to try to make another one right now and then release it as well. So, again, always feel free to message me on the old go wilkes platform i'm not afraid to answer anyone talk to anyone and here's the funny thing i want to say about go wilkes i know i'm going to drag this on a little bit but everyone has a facebook everyone is showing their lives out there i'm the one single person that i know of that will say here's my name here's my email talk to me you're hearing my voice and i'm sure plenty of you know me But we just haven't run into each other for whatever reason. But I will say, anyone, just go ahead. If you want to be on the podcast, fine. Do it. Because I've actually broke over a 100 listeners on a few episodes. So that's made me super happy. And I hope that you will tell your friends. And let's get this thing really going. Thank you. Love you. Good night.